Well, hello and happy belated new year and equinox to all. Welcome to another edition of Raven Circle, a radio show for pagan youth everywhere and even their parents. I'm your host, Raven Moonshadow, and I'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in today on Cauldron FM. Now, even though it's been a while, let's just jump right in with both feet and we will start our welcome ritual. To begin, put a pillow on the floor and in a clockwise direction, I want you to walk a full circle around the pillow approximately three paces away. Once that is done, we will then call the corners. So I want everyone to stand up and face east. And if you're unsure which way is east, think of where you see the sunrise in the morning and stand and face that direction. From there, we will walk clockwise to face south, then west, and we'll end in the north. Is everyone ready? Go ahead and walk your circle once round and stop once you've made it back to your starting point. Now that you've done that, you should be standing in your eastern point of the circle that you've just walked. So facing east, repeat after me and say the following. Guardians of the East, element of air, from the gentlest breeze to the strongest gusts of wind, we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. Now walk over to your southern point. Guardians of the South, element of fire. From the fires that burn within our souls to the radiant warmth of the sun, we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. Now heading over to your western point. Guardians of the West, element of water. From the tiniest puddle to the largest ocean, we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. And heading over to your northern point, guardians of the north, element of earth. From the low valleys to the mightiest mountains, we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. We call upon you, O Divine One, you who dwells in each of us and all things. We ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. Hail and welcome to all who have entered the sacred space. Now come sit on your pillow in the middle of the magic circle that you've just cast and free your thoughts so that you may freely speak 
to your personal deity. Breathe in deeply for a count of five. Breathe in one, two, three, four, five, and slowly breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five, and breathe out. Two, three, four, five. Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, and breathe out. Two, three, four, five. Now, speaking with whichever god or goddess comes to mind, ask or send out energy to those you know may benefit or need it. Talk to your chosen god or goddess, or do whatever comes naturally to you while the music is playing. Farewell. To 
Eastern Point, Guardians of the East, Elemental Air, thank you for joining with us. Hail and farewell. Walk your circle counterclockwise one last time. Full circle round. Thank you all who came to sit with me. The circle is open, but never broken. Stay if you will, go if you must. So mote it be. During the ritual, you were listening to Angel by Celia Ferran. You can check out her music at www.celiaonline.com. Now, before we get any further, go ahead and gather up some paper, a pen or pencil, crayons, markers, whatever you're choosing, so that way you can follow along with the activities for today's show. I'm going to go ahead and cue up some music so you can have time to get these things together. We will be listening to Lily Made by Heather Dale from her CD, Trial of Lancelot. myself before you with velvet robes and lilies in my my ladies do their best with what they're given and I only pray that you will find me fair I ask you leave a penny for the For the hearts you break And keep these words forever As reminder of what sends a dying lily to the lake Dear Lancelot, my sorrow clad in silver You see my thoughts return to you
Well, that was Lily Made by Heather Dale from her CD, Trial of Lancelot. You can check out more from Heather at www.heatherdale.com. Well, wow, it is wonderful to be back on the air after such a long radio silence. It really feels like it's been ages. So what started off as a small hiatus, a vacation for me to be able to spend time with my family and with friends, ended with my computer crashing and then taking with it everything I use for Raven's Circle and The Nest. And now, to top all of that craziness, I've also had a lot of extra things going on in my personal life. Now, most of which of those are positive, and some of those things I will actually be sharing with you all in the coming months. This will start with me adding in a section uh, of reviews, whether it be books, uh, CDs, or other products that I feel will be of interest to some of you, many of you. But you know what? Enough of me jabbering on. The wheel has turned far too many times since my last actual broadcast here on Cauldron FM, and I have missed you all way too much. So that being said, let's get started right with our correspondence journal. Hopefully you guys remember what a correspondence journal is, but if not, let me refresh your memory. Keeping track of items and their meanings in a type of notebook or a binder is called your correspondence journal. So there's a lot of books out there that um, you can get the meanings of things from and you can follow them exactly to the letter. But really it's better if you use them as a basic point of reference. Then start looking and paying attention to what's around you and what the things actually say to you. If you write down how something makes you feel, or the message that you feel you're being given, it will become what it means to you. You'll find what that thing means to you. And really, that is the best meaning for you. Each person is different, just like the messages they get from things or from their guides are different. Now for this page, to add to your correspondence journal, this time around, we are going to work with the color turquoise. I actually really like this color. Um, take out a sheet of paper and a turquoise color, aqua color if you need uh, marker or crayon. And I want you to start coloring in turquoise somewhere on your paper to make sure, um, oh, I'm sorry, but make sure that you uh, leave room so you can write down some of the book meanings that I have. So whatever you color, you can make it a shape, you can just scribble on your page, just so long as you keep adding turquoise to the page. Go ahead and just keep coloring in turquoise. Remember that uh, this is your journal, so you're only going to get out of it what you're putting into it. All right. Crayon or marker down, and somewhere on your paper, here are the meanings, some basic meanings. I want you to write down intellectual and intuitive 
insights, renewal, changes, brotherhood. Let me give those to you again. Intellectual and intuitive insights, renewal, changes, brotherhood. Again for you guys, intellectual and intuitive insights, renewal, changes, brotherhood. So here you have the textbook meaning of what they say the color turquoise symbolizes. Now this doesn't mean that that has to be what turquoise means to you. I'm going to go ahead and put on some music now and while you're listening continue looking at your paper looking at the color turquoise and I want you to think about how it makes you feel when you see it and what it makes you think of. And you can also put that right down on your paper. You'll be listening to This New Day by Kellyanna. From the darkness, day is dawning. In my darkest hour, I seek the light. All my pain and all my sorrow. May it ease with this new day. May my tears remain uncounted. And I bid the goddess be my guide. For where you lead, you know I'll follow. At the dawning of this new day, at this crossroad, the way seems clouded. And I bid the goddess be my guide. Grant me grace and grant me vision at the dawning of this new day. May my strength and may my power lift me up and light my way. I seek faith and I seek wisdom at the dawning of this new day. At the dawning of this new day. At the dawning of this new day. That was This New Day by Kellyanna. You can catch more from her at www.kellyanna.com. So somewhere between how turquoise makes you feel and the textbook meaning of turquoise is what the color actually means to you. So take this page now and go ahead and add it to your journal. And while you're going about your day-to-day -day life, see just how many times you come across this color turquoise. 
And when you start noticing a pattern of things repeating themselves involving this color, write it down right here on this page in your journal. Eventually, you will know just what turquoise means to you when you see it, think about it, or use it. And in turn, this will put you more in touch with being able to read the world around you. Now, we are halfway through today's program, and it is time to stretch and take a break. So while I cue up some music here, feel free to stretch your legs, grab a snack, do whatever it is you need to do, and then we will meet back here once the song is over. We'll be listening to Lady of the Moon by Hecate's Wheel.
because we are moving right into our next segment, the Deity Connection. The focus of this segment is to help you identify and connect with a chosen deity, to see that god or goddess as you see them, and not as someone tells you to see them. A different god or goddess will be discussed, described, and presented each time. To make this interactive, once I've given you some background on the god or goddess, you will have the opportunity to draw him or her as you perceive them. This drawing with whatever notes you choose to write down can then be incorporated directly into your correspondence journal. Keep in mind we'll be covering a different god or goddess from various pantheons as not all people utilize or connect with the same gods and goddesses. For example, my greatest connection is with Celtic deities but I have also been known to call upon and honor deities from Norse, Greek, and Egyptian pantheons. So as I describe the chosen god or goddess, you'll be able to write down the name, of course the spelling will be given, and a few of the attributes. This will help not only with identification, but also deepen your connection. When we get to the illustrating part of the segment, don't be concerned so much with whether or not you're a good artist, but rather the image that comes to you. That's what's important, that connection. In my youngest son's room, there hangs an art print of the mother goddess, Daniel, and she has no face. The reason that the artist did this is that so the perception of the goddess is left up to the person looking at her. Having that blank face or drawing your own rendition of a deity not only deepens your connection, but personalizes the god or goddess to you. Now, since it has been so long, I figured this time around we would take a different approach than how we normally do the deity connection. So this time through, I want each of you to think about what type of god or goddess you would create if you could make your own. Would your deity be male or female? Or would it be both? Or what type of attributes would you assign to this deity? What does he or she look like? What associations does this deity have? Are there particular animals, plants, landmarkers like mountains? Are there oceans, rivers, valleys, trees that are associated with this being? Throughout history, cultures are rich with their mythological stories, stories of their gods and their goddesses. And now it's your turn to create your own god or goddess drawn in the image of your choosing. And of course, don't forget to give your deity a name. After all, he or she is your very own creation. When you were born, your parents gave you a name, so be sure you give your deity creation a name as well. Now, this can be as simple or as complex as you want and definitely don't limit yourself to the time frame of the music that's going to be playing. 
You can take time after the show, whenever you find that the mood strikes you, to work on this drawing of your deity creation. So go ahead, get out your paper and whatever you need to draw, create, and most of all, have fun with this exercise. We will be listening to Calling All Voices by Celia Ferran.
to know how your deity creation turned out. Will you be working on it more, or do you feel it's finished? Drop me a line on my Facebook page. Make sure it's okay with your parents, and come find me, or have your parents find me, at www.facebook.com slash ravenmoonshadow.hps. Feel free to upload and share the pictures of your creation deity right there on my page. I would absolutely love to see them. So, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're going to be having a, a new section, a review section. So I'd like to introduce that to you now. When I do a review, it's for a service or a product that I feel may be of interest to parents, kids, and people in general. I do want you to know I'm in no way compensated for any reviews that you hear on this station or read on any of my sites. The reviews are of my own freestanding opinion of a product or a service, and also it does not generally reflect the opinion of anyone else here at the station or at Moonshadow Media Productions. So, with that disclaimer out of the way, let's get into a review or two, shall we? The first review I want to share with you is of a grouping of books called Rupert's Tales, The Wheel of the Year by Kira, 
and illustrated by Tanya Bennington Osborne. The first book in this series covers Beltane, Letha, Lamas, and Mabon, while the second book covers Sawen, Yule, Imolk, and Astara. Now, I have six kids, and as most of you know, I'm always on the lookout for something pagan-centric for them. Let me tell you, hands down, these are the perfect books for walking your younger children through the wheel of the year. Within these two books, readers are following Rupert, who is a little bunny rabbit, through the seasons, and Rupert happens to have found his way to um, a sacred meeting place of humans who gather at a particular time each year, sounds familiar, and they celebrate the passing of their seasons and holidays. So along his road to discovery of what these humans do um, and what the changing seasons mean, Rupert meets various forest friends and they explain and teach him about the Wheel of the Year. And these forest friends include owls and they include um, squirrels and fairies and it's incredibly enchanting. I was absolutely thrilled and enchanted by both books. The illustrations are beautiful and the stories magical. The author Kira has an incredible way of explaining the turning of the wheel so even your youngest children will understand and grasp the concept. The day I received these books in the mail, my youngest, who currently right now at the time of this show, he is still not yet two years of age. He was all over these and completely engrossed. Now, all of my children have loved hearing the stories contained within these two gorgeous books. In a time when I have heard so many parents speak out about needing more published works from a pagan perspective that are geared for children, Kira and Rupert's tales answer that cry for help. I also happen to have the companion activity book, which is exactly that, a Wheel of the Year activity book based off of the stories from within both books. There are coloring pages along with activities for your children. These books are definitely a treasured keepsake. And I highly, highly recommend it. You know, each of them. Not only are they fantastic, but I was so excited to hear that Kira and Tanya have teamed up again for three more Rupert's Tales. That's right, Rupert's Tales will have three additional books full of tales, no pun intended, of this awesome little bunny who has so much to teach our children. So do I love these books? Oh, you better believe it. And I recommend them to any parent, grandparent, babysitter, aunt, uncle, anyone and everyone. And you know, just because these books have a pagan-based theme does not mean that others won't find them just as enchanting and delightful. And they'll probably learn a couple things that they didn't know. So you know what? Hop on over to your favorite bookseller. And yes, that absolutely was pun intended. Or go on to Amazon.com and share the joys of Rupert's Tales with somebody you love. And if you want more Rupert than just what's available, go check out their Facebook page, Friends of Rupert, at www.facebook.com slash Friends of Rupert, and head on over to their main website, www.friends-of-rupert.webs, with an S, 
www.thebunnyhouse.com. Oh, I tell you what, I love this bunny and his stories. These are fantastic tales. But I do also have one more review to do. And this one is geared towards you teens and you young adults out there tuning in. And this one happens to come with a giveaway. I found a pagan author writing a pagan fiction book for teens and young adults. And can I just say what I thought was, bingo, I am so there. If not for the fact that I absolutely, I absolutely do love to read, then really just for the sheer curiosity of just how the envelope is pushed with what happens honestly within our religion and what's been dreamt up by Hollywood, I knew I wanted to read this one. So I'll give you a bit of background on the book by reading to you the excerpt that happens to be right on the back. Gabrielle is a witch. The problem is she doesn't remember. She repressed the memories of her powers years ago when her mother was murdered. Now the warlock responsible for her mother's death has set his sights on Gabriella. He's determined to use her fear to turn her to the dark side of magic, even if it kills her. Her mother's spirit is reaching out to warn her, but even that she pushes away. Desperate to save her daughter, the spirit finds a male witch, one that just happens to be in love with Gabriella. Darren is more than willing to help, but the two young witches will have way more to battle than just an evil warlock. There's overbearing jocks, petty rich girls who get tempers flaring, and often set Gabriella and Darren at odds. There's more to the story than Gabriella and Darren could even imagine. There are terrible secrets to be revealed, battles to be waged, and lives will be lost. Only after Gabriella and Darren both come to terms with who they really are and open themselves up to the true meaning of magic can they have any hope of fulfilling their destiny. Now, to say that I love this book is an understatement. I think one of my friends, who happens to be an author herself, Stacy Evans of the Inspired by Life blog, she put it best when she said, I may be jumping the gun as it hasn't been released yet, but I could see this book starting a whole new wave of Twilight Harry Potter type mass following. Stacy completely nailed the head by making that statement. And that was prior to the book's release. The book is out and, of course, available. Destiny is written by author Laura DeLuca. Now, I've had the opportunity to correspond back and forth with her, and she's definitely quite an awesome person, in my humble opinion. And this is her first young adult novel, and I was quite impressed with how closely she kept within the actual concepts of the Earth-based religions. I think having a book like this written by someone who follows the religion herself is a huge boost to the published work. The fact she kept most elements as close to reality without delving into Hollywood stereotypes is a testament not only to her as a writer, but also to honoring her own religion, showing the respect that any religion deserves. Now, yes, there are some things you'll find that cannot be done in real life. Personally, I wish I could make a rose just grow up and come out of the snow, but I did say this was fiction, and I would wholeheartedly expect that there's going to be things that we all know just don't happen in real life, no matter how cool it'd be if they did. Now, once I've finished reading Destiny, I will tell you I handed this over to my teenage daughter, Kat, who I'm sure you remember I've had, uh, I interviewed her a while back on my show, and she read this book with serious enthusiasm, 
and of course at a much faster pace than her mother. But hey, what can I say? I want you guys to try reading when you have a 21-month-old who leaps from unknown heights right into your lap. Not an easy task. So when she finished, Kat's comments to me were, I love this book series, Mom. When can we get the next book? I seriously want to know what's going to happen to Gabrielle and Darren next. I need to know. <laughs> I love her. She's so cute. So we both enjoyed the book, and as for me, I'm looking forward to the next edition in the series to be released soon. Definitely highly recommend this book as well to teenage girls and young adult women. Not to say that guys won't like it, but I'm pretty sure the girls will like it better. Um, it was it was really hard for me to actually put this book down. I was so completely engrossed in it. And, uh, and there were times that I actually had to force the book out of my hand, mark the page, and walk away so I could get some things done. Now, I did say that there is a giveaway. The prize pack for this giveaway is one copy of Destiny, signed by author Laura DeLuca, five desert rose stones, two crystal points, and two boxes of incense. This is a huge gift pack, and one lucky person's going to win it. Yay! So all you need to do is head over to my blog, Organized Chaos. Follow the blog and leave a comment below my review of Destiny right there on my blog page. Now in the review, I also tell you how to gain additional entries on top of the primary one. I'm gonna remind you that additional entries don't count if you don't remember to comment below the review blog post. So to get to my blog, go to a aramblingmum.blogspot.com. That's a rambling mum. A-R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-M-U-M dot blogspot dot com. Now we have almost reached this at uh, the end of this edition of Raven Circle. So we will round out the show with some relaxing deep breathing. I want you to sit in a comfortable position or lay on your back on the floor. And I want you to deeply breathe in and out for a count of five each time, slowly in and slowly out, just as you did during the welcome ritual. Try to notice how your chest rises and falls with each breath that you take. And when you exhale, any tensions you may have should be leaving your body and put you into a more relaxed state.
us to the end of today's show. I would like to take the time to thank each of the singers and songwriters who have graciously given me the personal permission to use their music during my show. I, I believe it's a great benefit and a great boost to, um, into what we offer here at Raven Circle. I would also like to thank Cauldron FM and Moonshadow Media Productions for hosting Raven Circle. And my final big thank you goes to everyone who has tuned in to listen, and I hope you will be tuning in again soon. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free um, to drop me a line. Leave me a note on my Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash ravenmoonshadow.hps. You can also leave me a message on Cauldron FM's uh, <clears throat> Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash cauldronfm shoot me an email. Uh, I can be reached at raven.hps at hotmail.com. I really would love to hear from each of you. I'd love to know your thoughts on the show, what you'd like to see, what you like, what you'd like to see, what you'd like more of. So for Raven Circle and Cauldron FM, I am your host, Raven Moonshadow, Wishing you all love and light on your journey. Blessed be.